Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To the Star Companion Podcast. My name is David. And I'm David. And we are the internet's premier, premier Star, Star Trek, Trek fan podcast. podcast. You keep wanting to say fan I always Star want to Trek. say fan first. I can't. Fan Star Trek Podcast. Um, for oh, those of you that don't know, I think this is our 53rd episode and I still can't fucking nail that. Is it really our 53rd episode? Yeah, the last one I put up, which was 19, I believe, was oh our God. 50th episode. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> we gotta have like a a hundred. Yeah. 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 And you know that'd be fun. So for those of you who don't know, uh, when you hear this, we are most definitely in Thailand, and uh, we're gonna be eating Thai food. I'm gonna go buy a pair of chopsticks so I don't have to use any restaurants chopsticks because I'm right. kind of a germaphobe. It's like it's like it's like. They should it's a just brilliant have an idea, by the way. Thank you. I I, I had a th- I was yeah. Anyway, um, you're, you're a germaphobe. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, and so I think that's the best way to go. And if you disagree, if you think there's a better way to do it, you can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail dot com. Yeah, Quickly. please ASAP, because I'm in Thailand now. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Um, but Zach, yeah, Zach will be doing that while I. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been having a little fun on the side, folks. Um, oh, I've been, I joined a little, a little app called Thai Friendly. It's whammy, whammy. <laughs> it's the Tinder equivalent, or it's the equivalent of Tinder in Thailand. Sick. And I've been talking to, uh, I've been talking to some, some honeys. David's single. I'm single. For Wait. those of you who don't know, I am in a committed relationship. So, for those of you that are wondering. <laughs> You should uh, be committed. I, uh, ah, clink, uh, clink, clink. I, I, uh, I won't be engaging in any of this uh, personal werewolfery para- paraphernalia that goes on. Werewolfery. Werewolfery. Um, yeah, I keep joking that the werewolf is going to come out in Thailand. Yeah. Which is my alter ego yeah. persona and that the, doesn't exist. Dave. Dave. 
Um, Dave the Werewolf. It's <laughs> a pretty straightforward name. We think it gets to the point. We've workshopped that for a while. That is a... <laughs> That's a werewolf name. If you should I've ever get heard. that tattooed, dude. A picture of a werewolf having to say Dave, underwritten quotes. Um, but should get my my face tattooed on my back with with like fangs and like ears uh-huh. coming out. Like, oh, yeah. it's a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Stevo. Yeah. Um, American werewolf in Thailand. And so, <laughs> it's a great movie. For those of you that are listening to this right now, I'm still unsure of what day it's going to be. I'm going to edit all these on the Monday before we leave. So I'd like to wish you a happy holidays and a happy new year, potentially. Happy holidays. Happy Honda days. Happy Fun fact, Hanukkah. I worked at a UPS store for many years, and around the holidays, you know, my boss would make us say happy holidays to people. And this was when the happy Honda days commercials were out. Yeah. And so uh, instead of saying holidays... I would engage in a little bit of subterfuge and go, thanks, happy holidays. And they're like, yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> Dumbasses. That's a win. Got them. Yeah. No, I got them. That's right. And you know what You know what I do now? I do a Star Trek premiere fan something. It's our, the premiere, <sighs> premiere. <laughs> Star Trek fan podcast. Yeah, I do that now um, with my uh, my best bud and werewolf. <laughs> Uh, and we, uh, we tackle Star Trek, Stardate by Stardate. That's what I say when I try to find the wolf. <laughs> what? Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I would just like to also say that, um, if you like and subscribe and submit a review, and in the review you give us, uh, anything in there, but you also must include your social <laughs> and your whatever, we'll send you a sticker. Your social and your... Listen to two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, when we no, did it a was full... a better pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, I don't know. We'll send your grandma money if you. <laughs> if you she's in. She needs help. <laughs> Give us your social. Um, I'd like to think we have a good time around here, and this this wouldn't be the same without you guys, the listeners. So thank you very much for listening. Um, A very happy holidays from your grandson's (laughs) friends at the Star (laughs) Companion Podcast. Um, Here's a sticker. Wow, you know, this is just as fun as that time we did a bunch of cum jokes for 30 minutes. (laughs) Uh, What a dumb episode this one is. Yeah, this is a... I must say, so we've been watching some of these episodes together. Yeah. And 50 episodes in, it's the first time we've, like, done that. Yeah, right. And uh, it's kind of fun because, like, I feel like I'm fresher than normal. Yeah. And we get somewhat of a shared experience. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I do. When I watch it alone, it takes me, like, an hour and a half because I'm pausing it writing something down and then starting it up again and mm. but usually between that time i get interrupted and all that so it's nice to like do it all at once you know oh i agree i agree yeah i just let it run if i gotta pee or whatever i'll come back and yeah i always wondered why you power through shit and I, it's just that's i just don't stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've seen enough television now so as zach mentioned <laughs> yeah. we are the star trek i can't ah! even we are the internet's premier, premier Star, Star Trek, Trek fan, fan podcast, and what we do here is we review <laughs> Star Trek episodes, Stardate by Stardate, 
And today we're near the end of uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Where uh, uh, season, season two? two. So I can't even focus. <laughs> season two, episode twenty-two of Star Trek Enterprise. The ep- name of the episode is Cogenitor. The star date is unknown, but it's somewhere in twenty-one fifty-three. I will say that this episode is the furthest thing from cogent when it comes to <laughs> Trip's actions. It's so ham-handed. It's like it's like cogent or cogent something or. else, you know, like lack of under. It's cogent in it, or <laughs> in it, in it, or. So the episode begins with. <laughs> <laughs> The Enterprise approaching this uh, Giganto star, Mega Star. I don't know. I don't, you know, it's so funny you say that because I did not write that down. Yeah. They're approaching a hypergiant star. That's Hyper, what it is. Hypergiant star. And as they're approaching, what it, did you just call it? Giganto star. A giganto star. And as they're approaching it, they're doing a scan of the star. And they find that there's a ship in there, and they hail them, and they say, hey, what are you guys doing in that star? They're 20,000 kilometers away. Yeah, they're in a fucking star. Which is closer to it than they can get. Yeah, and they're like, hey, what are you guys doing in there? Are you all right? And the guy hails them back and says, yeah, we're doing okay. How, hey, about, how about you? What's... Captain Dranik, we're Vicia. <laughs> What's going on? Captain Dranik, Valnicia. <laughs> <laughs> they're Russians. He did they're not Russians. Right. He did look Russian. Yeah, and uh, they, space rush. They say, "Hey, you guys want to want to hang out for a little bit? We're explorers too." And he says, "Yeah, we'll we'll hang out." So they go up and dock ships and uh, chef. Well, but do you know what docking is? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I definitely feel like Archer and Trenick may or may not have engaged in some extracurricular docking. Perhaps they had. They spent three days on board that Perhaps. ship. Perhaps they. Um, they mentioned that the hypergiant star will be will become supernova in 200 years. Shit. And Trip says, "Huh, 200 years. I wonder how to, how old that'll make to Paul." <laughs> he forgets the old Vulcan ad- adage of never asking a Vulcan woman of her age. And that's the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been the prim- internet. As Dad gets excited, he says, uh, tell Chef we're having visitors. The eponymous Chef, the old Chef, gets a lot of love in this series. Right before this, though, when he's talking to Drenik, he goes, oh, you must be able to get so close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Dad is such a ham. He is. Such a Whoa, ham. Whoa, how are you guys that close? Yep, and then, like, instantly, you're Can we like, be friends? <laughs> oh, my God, I want to date you, man. I love you too, man. What's my tattoo say? Dude, what's mine say? Sweet. sweet. No, no, no. What's mine say? Dude, sweet. Yeah, and then they and then they dock and whatever and like they're talking and uh so hey David. Yes. I'm an explorer. <laughs> me too. Wow. Maybe me and you could get close to the sun together. <laughs> they <laughs> they have a little reception for them down in the mess hall. Mm-hmm. And the coxmen get maiden. The coxmen get maiden. Trip is sitting at a table with two twins, blonde <laughs> twins. They're very cute. And he's teaching them how to eat a sundae. He says, all right, what you going to want to do when you eat that sundae, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, check it out. We're going to want to eat the cherry first. You want to pick up that chair. You want to eat it first. Uh, this we'll- reminds me of a hog-tied gumbo we made <laughs> out one time. Now, when you're done with that cherry... You want to put the stem in your mouth, and you're going to want to tie it into a knot with your tongue. Because <laughs> that will indicate to me <laughs> whether I want to date both of you at the same time or not. 
And my question is, after after all that, is who the fuck eats the cherry first? First of all, I never eat those cherries. Really? No, they're oh. covered in nonsense. They're good though. I mean, you're you're eating like a sugar bomb. Might as well eat a bleached cherry. I I don't really eat sweets. I love a good cookie and I love a good pie. That's it though. Okay. And those are few and far between. And if I want to have a good cookie, mm-hmm. it's got to be crispy on the outer edge and gooey in the, in the middle. middle. Well, you know what I think? It's like the ones we had in middle school. Yeah. When you'd go on break, those are the best cookies ever. Well, you know what I think about your cookie? <sighs> Is you can take that cookie. Yeah. And shove it up your, my... What? Yeah. <laughs> shove it up your... Yeah. It's just one of those days, you know, where you... Wake up and just one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> Rip his elbow's head off. <laughs> Trip uh quickly gets <laughs> overtaken by Reed. Yeah, Reed the international. I Puss- smell singles. <laughs> pussy hound. Just pussy about. And uh Trip fucks off over to the head engineer to meet him. And while he's meeting the Good evening, sir. Good evening. May I may I have a seat? <laughs> Hello. This is my uh, sex drone, also known as a cogenitor. She has no name. She's stupid. We call <laughs> She's quite lame, in fact. <laughs> she has no name. She's stupid. She comes from parts unknown. We call her the Midnight Rider. Uh, Nightman. <laughs> or is it Dayman? Dayman. Dayman. She does have one more silver dollar though. Oh, and uh, we see in this episode that the LBGTQ plus movement has sunk its dirty fangs into our beloved <laughs> into our beloved enterprise. This is classic Star Trek being ahead of its time, by the way. Yeah, I will say. I mean, I I I say that in jest, of course. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, this was I I appreciated the vision of this episode yeah. for sure. On a rewatch, I was like, oh damn, mm-hmm. this is kind of. This is at least 10, 15 years ahead of when this yeah. really got tackled. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle hasn't even started writing jokes about this yet. No. <laughs> and we find out pretty quickly that Dr. Flox is a friend of the LBGTQ plus movement. Oh, you know, Dr. Flox is very progressive. That's why he uses holistic approaches to medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Huh. And that's the Star Companion, the internet. <laughs> so, Dad brings over some books. He brings over Shakespeare. He brings over Sophocles. And the captain... Oh, sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, the captain and Archer decide to go on a little three-day mission together into the sun. Mm-hmm. In one of their little drones that's really protected against the sun. And so, Dad, as a gesture of good faith, sends over books. Shakespeare, Sophocles, the like... Mm-hmm. And the captain, as they're flying into the sun, says, oh, I, I read Macbeth. I read your Shakespeare. I loved it very much. And I've moved on to Sophocles. What should I start next? And my my answer is always the same. Is start with the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have the best weddings. <laughs> they're big and fat. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the gears in my mind working? Yeah, no. <laughs> One... <laughs> And to big fat Greek, big fat yeah. Greek. That's right. That's big fat Greek. 
Trip, meanwhile, takes a trip over to the ship um, with the head engineer and tries to learn more about their engine, but it actually... But mostly about their third gender sex slave. Mostly about their cogenitor. We find out that these cogenitors are actually 3% of the population, Yeah, and which about matches what the percentage of of gay people are in the population. Yeah. Oh, wow. Gay people make up, in total, about... 3% 3% of the population. I still don't think his approach was very, like, cogent or smart. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, that was an interesting and fact. It was, Thank it was you. ham-handed. Yeah. Dad, meanwhile... Meanwhile, on the ship, gets honey-baked, son. He gets honey-baked. <clears throat> he also, beforehand, prepared a list of films. He says, I've assembled a list of films. They include... Mm-hmm. Uh, such classics as Backdoor Honeys 5, yeah. <laughs> Asian Aspirate 2, and Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein, <laughs> Son of Frankenstein, Frankenhores yeah. 3. <laughs> it's all porn? Come to life, my whores. <laughs> it's alive. He says as he points to the genital herpes. You think that's the cum moment? I don't know. That's, yeah. That's, it's alive. It's alive. Yeah. They and that's a cum joke, everyone. And if yeah. you really like those, you can, in fact. And so, as we as we progress on, we learn more about the cogenerator. And my my question is: is what exactly? What does, the fuck is Trip doing? What the fuck is Trip doing? And more importantly, what exactly does the cogenitor do? Yeah, I have does, so many questions. Does he? Does it just like wedge itself in between the the man and woman as they're making love? Have you seen Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale. No. Okay, well, I happened to see the first couple episodes. Okay. And it's a post-apocalyptic world where religious fanatics take over, right? Okay. Um, and not everyone can, not every woman can have kids. Yeah. And if you like this show and I'm butchering this, then you can send us an email at the starcompanion.gmail.com. <laughs> but the handmaids are responsible. They're basically concubines as well as... Um, uh, maids that clean the house, you know what okay. I mean. So, but it's a really weird scenario where the woman sits with her legs spread in yeah. fully clothed. Okay. And the handmaid puts her head in the woman's crotch. Okay. And then her crotch, the handmaid's tails off the bed, and the man has sex with the handmaid, impregnating her. But with each thrust, mm-hmm. the wife, mm-hmm. you know, feels it because the head's in the in her crotch. Okay. Okay. So that's yeah. It's a really weird show. I don't think it's. I don't think it's for you and I don't think it was made for you and I. Yeah. Um. But it's interesting. Um. It's an interesting, uh, story. Um. And I think it's. I think it's a well-made show for sure. But it's definitely not for me. But that was my first thought on this rewatch of the cogenitor episode. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, it's probably the handmaid, and the woman just feels it. But no, I, I bet it's something where like. Uh, in um, that one fucking um, the guy who made Titanic, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. What was the movie with the blue people? Avatar. Yeah, I imagine somehow they connect their hair, like an <laughs> avatar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree with you though. I, I wonder what their role is in the sexual. Uh... I feel like that's a perfect explanation. Thanks. I feel like the handmade t- tale applies here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll use that as my. To base my further observations on from here on out. Back on the Enterprise. 
Malcolm Reed continues his date. Yes, he does. Oh, and it gets hot and heavy. It Sun's gets hot quick. and heavy. And you know, I'd like to I'd like to just take a moment here to 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 say that you know we all think Reed's a macho man, right? We all think he <coughs> macho macho man. We all think he's a cock coxman. He's the international. We all coxman. think everything is everything. Yeah, yeah. Like the true macho man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we all yeah. think that nothing means nothing. We all think that cream uh, that Reed's cream is going to rise to the top. Yeah. But yeah. I'd like to note here. And we all well, that he only got one of the two twins, and true. I I have it on good authority that she's got a really disgusting mole on her ass. Oh, so yeah, yeah, and one tit's bigger than the other. Well, so he got the ugly twin. I think Domingo Santana is carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, you just nothing better than garbage. I'm coming for you. I'll take the ugly twin because nothing is nothing. Something's better than nothing. Something's oh yeah, bro. better than nothing. Guess what, Mean Gene? I've been snorting coke for the last three <laughs> hours and you cannot see my wife. I grip my teeth so hard that they break. Uh... They, so uh, hey, David, you got any friends that uh, <laughs> would appreciate Macbeth? Me. Just you. Yeah. I've read it. Are you calling yourself your own friend? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. I definitely think I'm a friend of myself. Right? Yeah. I enjoy my company. I read Macbeth. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> we don't really, we're not really friends, ladies and germs. <laughs> no. Um, and they have this sensual cheese date. Yes, back She's to back to this touching his lips yeah. and feeding him cheese. Yeah, and, stuff. and she bites food, really small pieces of food, erotically, which basically means I'm gonna take an even smaller bite than the tiny piece of food that I have here and let it crumble on my mouth. Yeah, it's really fucking weird and overtly sexual and kind of unnecessary. Yeah, but I think most of this episode is very sexual because when Trip is with the engineer of the Vissians, mm -hmm. that Vissian guy goes, "Would you like to see our plasma converters?" Zip. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a real plasma converter looks like. Yeah, so that's kind of a small aside, kind of a small plot B that goes on here. You. Plot C. You said, yeah, you said our food was ar aromatically bland. <laughs> we'll smell this cheese and then let's make out. You know what made that? A goat. <laughs> they they invite Trip over for dinner. It's the old cheese smelling gag that leads to sex. That old gag. You know it. They invite Trip out to dinner. That's right. And uh, they present him with this magnificent spread of food and he's like oh it's very pungent it looks very like, human like food what's it called oh we call it durian yeah it's just durian <laughs> fruit which by the way do you think you're allergic to that i don't want to i don't want to risk it <laughs> smart yeah i'm gonna eat it i'm gonna be a thousand miles a couple thousand miles away from from home so i don't want to risk it yeah that's fair yeah i'm gonna eat the shit out of that yeah. I'll let you smell it. You just die. <laughs> I wish I could have papaya salad, though. Green papaya salad. Apparently, it's divine. <sighs> Is it peelable? Yeah. I'm, I am I don't know if I'm going to eat that there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that might not be a good idea. I don't idea. know if I'm going to eat that there. Yeah. Basically, anything, anything cold, I'm not going to eat. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. No. 
We'll get some playing cards at some point. Yeah. Oh, I was going to make that joke. Should we tell them about the playing cards story? Uh, oh, the audience? Yeah. So It's a good story. Sure. So David and I are in India. We have time to kill for our train ride home from the Taj Mahal. Yeah. To further set that up as well. We, oh, please. We were staying in New Delhi, and the Taj Mahal is in Agra, which is about, it's about two hours away on a train. Three yeah. hours away on a train, but it's like a six-hour drive. Sure, yes. And uh, yeah. <laughs> as we later found out. Uh, and so we planned a day trip to Agra. Well, we little, thought, yeah. little did we know the Taj Mahal, you can only stay there for like two, three hours and you got to go home. Yeah, so we had a whole day to kill because yeah. we thought we were going to be able to hang out at the Taj Mahal and there was going to be more to do. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, gift shops and shit are different in other countries. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So we... We get to a hotel bar at the top of some building. Um, it's very not sleek or shabby at all. No. And we're sitting there, and we I think we literally play, I don't know, 20, 25 games of pool, yeah. if not more. We smoked a whole thing of hookah. Yeah, we did a whole hookah. <laughs> we were just drinking, and we had to wait, and we were starting to get bored. Um of each other, not, um, <laughs> no, but we started getting bored. Not of that beautiful, yeah. rich country. Yeah, well, and um, we ask our waiter, we go, hey, you know. Was you- it you who asked or was it me? Oh, I don't remember. It was me. Was it you? I said, hey, that called the waiter over. Um, this is why you felt bad then, because you were the one that asked. Yeah, oh my and God. I always finish something that I order. <laughs> so I said, hey, I called the waiter over and I said, hey. Do you have any playing cards? I even did the motion too of like flipping playing cards. Like, do you have, yeah. do you have fl- playing cards? Do you have like, any playing cards? And he literally like into like, his chin. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no f- problem. Fucks off for like twenty minutes. It was longer than twenty minutes. Yeah, he fucks. He off. was literally gone for like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, and we're like, where the fuck are my playing cards? Yeah, yo, just I want to play poker with my dude right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is simple. And uh, yeah, just go over to the game cabinet and pull out a p- fucking. It's a bar. Someone's got to have... Whatever. Anyway. Well, little did we know the reason why he took so long is because he brought me a giant bowl of yogurt. Yogurt. He he heard... He heard yogurt. Plain yogurt. Yeah, not plain... Plain cards. (laughs) Plain yogurt. Yeah. And... I proceeded to eat all of it. I said... (laughs) I said to you, don't eat that. David, don't eat that. You shouldn't eat that. And I ate it. And what happened, David? What happened after you ate that? I shat. Meanwhile, I want you guys to know this was the last day of our trip. It was. We made it the whole time without getting deli belly food poisoning. Yeah. And the last day, David eats these playing cards. And he uh, proceeds to shit his brains out. Yeah. And uh, had a rough time at the airport. (laughs) I sure did. Uh, All two, three of them and, Mm -hmm. uh, and the plane ride. Yep. It was not good. So, you know. But what doesn't kill you, I've always said, what doesn't kill you makes you very, very weak. Yeah. <laughs> because it almost kills. You know, <laughs> you know what? That's a Norm MacDonald joke, by the way. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't say it like him, so I didn't know. No. Oh, no. Um, you know what's uh, even more comical is, for those of you listening, we're in Thailand right now, but playing cards are in fact illegal in yeah, thailand they are. 
So yet again, playing cards have somehow entered into the zeitgeist of a fucking international trip between you and I. My life is Seinfeld, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Mine too. Um, I no longer remember where we left this off. Um, trip takes it upon himself to teach this co-genitor who is otherwise uneducated. She doesn't have any sort of cogent or thoughts about anything. No. And Trip even goes so far to bring over a tricorder thing yeah, to scan with. A fucking with. pad. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. He does the scanning before. And he finds out that these cogenitors while being termed less intelligent or just, you know, whatever, just mm-hmm. fuck offs from the population finds out that these are actually these people are actually like as smart as intelligent and as capable as the men and women no yeah and so read or trip takes it on himself to teach her how to read uh she learns how to read and then she brings her on the ship meanwhile dad's fucking around in the dad's docking with the other captain yeah he's having a little little adventure in the sun and uh you know he brings the cogenitor over. They have a fun time. They watch mm-hmm. a movie. Basically, he lets her out of Plato's cave. Yes. And she can't go back. Great reference. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Before she only knew forms. On the topic of Plato's cave, they're doing Matrix 4. <laughs> um, but what's even funnier, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. But on the same day in 2021, Matrix 4... And John Wick 4 come out on the same day. Nice. And you know what? I'm seeing both the same fucking day. I don't care, dude. Keanu Reeves is a god. He is a god. I love Keanu Reeves. So much so that I've been considering getting a tattoo of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> nice. I love him. Yeah, he, He's really a great dude. He's a solid dude. Yeah. What did he say during that that interview? They were there. No, you're breathtaking. No, you're breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> He's what a cutie. Yeah. He has given us some great cinema over the years. He really has. Yeah. Matrix. Matrix. No, not two or three. Not two or three. Like gotta rewatch those, man. Like we were talking the other day, two did not age well. The CGI on that is is Well the early two thousands were a weird time for CGI. As seen in Enterprise. Enterprise, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) The Sulabon looked fake as shit. Yeah. I mean Taliban. No, no, I mean Suleiman. <laughs> uh, anyway, Trip gets into some fucking nonsense that he shouldn't have. And, and they get pissed off. Yeah, he shows her the world. He shows her the world, and there's I no can going show back. You the world. And Dad comes back. He's like, What have you done? Huff and puff. I did what you would have done, Dad. I would have never done that. Bullshit. You yeah, done dude, that. that guy is always getting Bull into the shit. Shit. If you were on the on the fucking ship still, you would have done it. And so they send the cogenitor back. Oh, cogenitor back with her, his his slash her. It's they um, called it an it. It's they keep calling her it her later. They send back her back with her people, and they fuck off and they leave and they both go their separate ways. And you know, like a day later, they get a they get a uh, message from a the message captain. from the captain saying that the cogenitor, as well as several other cogenitors aboard, though. Earlier stating that she was the only cogenitor aboard. So there's a little disparity there, a little continuity. Was that happening? Thing. I thought it was only just the one. No, he says that a cogenitor, along with several others, cogenitors, oh. killed themselves. 
committed suicide. And uh, they just cued the MASH music, and that was it. I really want to watch MASH. You know you know the MASH theme song? Yeah. It has words. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a real song. My God. It's called Suicide is Painless. Really? Mm-hmm. Because suicide is painless. Oh. Do, 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 Well, hey, David. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about it. I think I want my name to be Dave. (laughs) Me, Trip. No, Charles. No. Oh, you call yourselves David? Well, I want my name to be David then. I'm Dave. Oh, then I want to be David. I'm Day. I'm confused what your name is. Um, <laughs> anyway, so before the fucking murder, I'd like to get one statement in. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the co-genitor sneaks away to Enterprise and goes, Hey, new dad, can I stay here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It's anyway. been the Star Companion, everybody. <laughs> yep. Thanks for listening. And we are... Go ahead. No, go for it. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can find us on Patreon. Start or Patreon.com slash the Star Companion. See, it's hard. It is. <laughs> that one's hard. And uh, <laughs> if, you really, if you like what you hear today, if you didn't like what you hear today, send us an email. Star Companion at Gmail. The Star Companion at Gmail. That's right. And... Uh, we look forward to doing more episodes when we return from Thailand. And That's until right. then, take care of yourself. Everybody. Take care of yourself. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.